and welcome to the Hey Listen Gamescast. This is episode 73. Thank you so much for joining us today here. We have a mega episode filled with lots of trivia, cereal, God of War, oh my goodness, since we have some Destiny 2 stories to share as well. So. Is that all jam-packed in one cereal box? It's all jam-packed in one Kellogg cereal box. <laughs> Did you secretly start working for Kellogg's? I uh, I maybe be uh, buying some stock in Kellogg this week because uh, they have a <laughs> very delicious and collectible uh, toy cereal coming out. But uh, before we talk about that, of course, my name is Jeffrey Morse, and uh, joining me here today is the one, the only, the Nathan Wagner. So, does Mario like having its own collectible cereal affect the stock of Kellogg? Is that I'm I'm seriously yes. can, like wondering if that's a real <laughs> thing now. It, it must. I mean, because regardless of if the cereal is actually good or not, kids are going to be begging for this cereal when they see it in the aisle. I mean, yes. My wife bought the Honeycombs box of cereal from Post that has Mario on the box that says you might win a Switch. We already have a Switch. She doesn't really like Honeycombs, but we bought the Mario Honeycombs. <laughs> and we're adults. So like. But uh, uh, anyways, in case you didn't hear, Nintendo has officially confirmed that there is an Amiibo cereal coming out. Um, it is releasing next week. It was uh, spotted kind of in the wild and on the internet over the last week. And that's right, Nintendo is sneaking one more Amiibo release into the 2017 calendar year. And they are making a Super Mario Odyssey Amiibo cereal. And what this is, is basically it's your standard, it looks like almost kind of like a Lucky Charms Count Chocula type uh, cereal, you know, with the crunchy stuff. You got the little marshmallow characters. Um, but on the back of the box, there's a little Amiibo uh, symbol, and you can actually scan in the box to Mario Odyssey and like receive, you know, your standard uh, coins or heart power up that, you know, you get if you yeah. scan in any yeah. normal Amiibo. But it, it, the interesting thing is that it apparently will recognize that it's the actual cereal box because when you scan it oh, to so like the game Uncle Amiibo, that? yeah, Uncle Amiibo, <laughs> apparently the Amiibo says, this is a very tasty Amiibo. <laughs> Officially confirmed, tastiest Amiibo ever. Exactly. Coming to stores exactly. for $4.99. Next week. No. Hey, this is a good deal for Amiibo. Unless it's Animal Crossing Amiibo. You can get those for like <laughs> true. $1.50 now. But uh, uh, 4 or $5 for an Amiibo isn't that bad. So I will be picking one up t- next uh, next week when I when I see them in stores. And maybe next week we, we can do a live taste test. And, uh, we should, cereal we'll have your uh, Super Mario cereal review here next week. And we can talk all about the quality, the crunchiness, how much milk <laughs> you should add into this cereal. And... Whether Everything or not you else. should leave the marshmallows for themselves at the end, and uh, or eat, just eat it normally, but um, yeah, I, th- I think this is this is hilarious that uh, Nintendo, you know, has been kind of experimenting with Amiibo a little bit. You know, they put him into Yarn Yoshi's, they put him into cards with the Animal Crossing and Mario yeah. Sports uh, game, and now it's looking like they're willing to turn cardboard cereal boxes into Amiibo as well. So, what will be next? Uh, what's your prediction for what Nintendo will turn into an Amiibo next? Uh, the next. Amiibo will be a. It will be a dog collar you can buy for your dog and put on your dog as Ooh. a part of the Yoshi new Yoshi uh, Switch game that's coming out next year. Or maybe maybe a new Nintendo Dogs game or something. Oh, like, gosh, you walk, oh, yeah, walk your dog in real life and scan it in uh, 
to track your miles or something like that. that that'd be that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they're gonna do like a Master Hand amiibo, where it's just a glove you wear and you scan your hand, and pretty soon Nintendo's just gonna slowly put amiibo into every article of clothing that you can buy, and we'll be scanning yeah, all the body parts. They won't even be in a video game company anymore. <laughs> They'll be an amiibo company. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, let us know what you think about this uh, this strange strange announcement from Nintendo. Uh, but um, yeah, as always, you can find us on Twitter at Halison underscore Games. We love uh, chatting with you guys there. Uh, speaking of chatting with you guys on Twitter, I uh, chat a little bit with a good friend of the show, uh, Mister uh, Steven, aka Von Hunter, on uh, Twitter, and uh, we were planning uh, this weekend we're going to throw down in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite because he's on my PS4 friend list. I see him playing it all the time. You know, I'm a big Marvel Capcom fan, but I didn't get the game. It's already dropped in price to like $30, $40. So I'm just waiting for a couple more months, you know, get to that $20 sweet spot where I buy all my PS4 games at. And, uh, but yeah, this weekend they're doing a free Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite uh, trial. And so you can download the game on the PSN right now. And basically you can play the tutorial mode and as many online matches as you want starting on Friday through the weekend. And I think it's only on PS4. So if you have a PS4, Definitely download it, and you can play with us. Well, it's not on Xbox, right? Uh, uh, the game? Yeah, the yeah. game's on Xbox. Yeah. It's not a PlayStation uh, exclusive. Oh, I thought it was a PlayStation exclusive. No, oh, that, that's, that's Street Fighter. Fighter. Okay. Street Fighter okay. 5 okay. is, okay. yeah. And so, yeah, it's on all platforms, but uh, PlayStation's getting a free free weekend, which is pretty cool. Uh, the new DLC just came out, which includes Venom, which I don't know why he wasn't included in the base game. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm excited, excited uh, to try it out. I played the beta or early demo back around E3, and... Wasn't super impressed, but uh, hopefully, hopefully it's uh, pretty fun. So I'm looking forward to jumping into that. Are you gonna gonna jump in with us at all, or uh, are, are you too tired of getting your butt kicked in fighting games uh, for this week? Um, excuse me. I I heard there was someone who uh, rage quit yesterday, and uh, one of the parties in this room. I I can confirm playing a. You're a calling yourself game. out. You're calling yourself out, Nathan. Not me. I, th- I thought it was you who rage. I have a screenshot. Sir, Mr. Fields. I have a screenshot proof. <laughs> Oh, so so quick side note. Uh, as you know, Nathan and I have picked up Injustice uh, these last couple of weeks. Yep. And, uh, the two of us have been playing online King of the Hill matches uh, with a good friend of the show, Simmerster Fields. And uh, we were playing last night, and it got towards the end of the night, and uh, Simmerster Fields was like, oh, this is my last game. And I ended up barely squeaking out a victory. And so he's like, all right, I'm done, but I'll watch you, see if you can take him on, Nathan. And Nathan is, um, you know, he's he's got a couple good characters, but let's just say he was the only one in hey. our lobby who had more losses than wins. I haven't even finished the story mode in this game yeah, yet. No, it's fair. I, I have less hours into you're it. Like, than the you're rest like you're like level you. fifteen. Both of us exactly. are level forty plus. Exactly. So it's fine. But uh, we were like, oh, let's do a random battle for last one. Yeah, let's roll the dice here. And I get Batman for my random <laughs> character, who's the best character in the game, and like yes. he's. I, I know all those combos and everything. And Nathan gets Cheetah Girl. <laughs> Who I had never played with. <laughs> never played with it. She's, like, terrible already. Yes. And so it was just super ironic. And so I, like, get Nathan down to, like, one shot left. And then I'm just, like, messing around, like, teabagging and just jumping around like an idiot. And Nathan gets to almost half of my health down finally. And then Summerson <laughs> Fields is like, Nathan, go out on your own terms. <laughs> I'm like, no, you're going out on my terms. I use my super moves, which is just total overkill. <laughs> And the bat, like the bat wing, comes in and picks Cheat up and is starting to fire missiles down from outer space. And all of a sudden, the game freezes. <laughs> and it says, Nathan Wagner has left the party. <laughs> and the game crashes. Like, he just turned off the entire PlayStation. And me and me and Mr. Fields just had a good laugh. But uh, Good times. Good times. Good, good so, times. I, I probably will not. I think one fighting game is enough for me. I probably won't be jumping in on a 
Marvel versus Capcom right, three for right. the weekend. But fair, fair enough. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm gonna yeah. gonna try it out and um, like I said, it's probably a game I'll get eventually. But uh, yeah, it'll be, be fun to play it. So let us know if you're planning on playing. It. I would love to love to play some of you uh, listeners of the show. It's free if you have PS Plus, um, so you can download that and give it a shot. Um, so. Uh, possibly what I think is the biggest news this week is uh, Capcom came out of nowhere and did a stream and they announced tons of Mega Man news, which if you know anything about Capcom and Mega Man fans, they haven't had a good relationship like the last you know decade. They've released you know two NES styled Mega Man games, Mega Man 9 and 10. Uh, back in the late 2000s. I think it was like 2009, 2010. Yeah, like around there. Those were around seven, eight years ago. But they've done nothing since then, and there's been this big demand from the fans. We want Mega Man games. You used to make them all the time. Why are you you know, not doing this? It's free money. And so they've officially announced Mega Man 11, which is really the first new side-scrolling Mega Man game that uses a new art direction. Like It's not just looking and playing like the old NES games anymore. It's a full like 2.5D uh, art style. I'm not going to say it looks like Mighty Number no. Nine because hopefully it'll be a lot better than Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah. But it's got you know kind of that similar. It's looks like it's bringing Mega Man more into modern, you know, uh, 2.5D uh, side-scrolling shoot 'em up platform. Similar games. to like uh, Samus Returns on three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like That's that. a good comparison. So, um, so far the teaser trailer looks great. It's coming out next year on all platforms. Um, and then they're also announced a Mega Man X collection, which is I think eight Mega Man X games, which started on the Super Nintendo, went through, I think, the PS2 GameCube era. Um, and that collection is going to be coming out for all platforms. And then they're also going to be putting the Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2 um, out on the Switch, which we complained about, I think, here on the show uh, we definitely a month did, or two yeah. ago. Which, you know, it's this old collection of old NES games of Mega Man, and they never came out on the Switch, on but the they Nintendo came out platform. on yeah. everything else. And, like, even the original Legacy... Mega Man Legacy came out on the 3DS, but like it never came out in the Wii or the Switch. Like for some reason, there was some weird thing with them wanting to put those on consoles for Nintendo for some reason. So there is Amiibo support. I have my Mega Man Amiibo, so I will probably pick this up eventually and uh, unlock bonus stages that I can never beat, probably. So um, that'll be fun. But yeah, I mean, what is what is your initial reaction to hearing Capcom finally announcing all this Mega Man this stuff? This is, I mean, I think. Capcom had been teasing stuff with Mega Man. I know I saw Nintendo of America had retweeted kind of Capcom teasing some kind of... Mm. They were talking about a stream on December 3rd. Um, They'd been teasing this for the past couple weeks, and I think people were speculating maybe, like, another remaster or something like that. Um, I I don't think a lot of people saw them making a whole new Mega Man game. Yeah, So that's 11. Yeah, so that's super exciting. I think a lot of people are really excited. I think some (laughs) people are a little bit worried just because Mighty No. 9 came out I think it was like a year and a half ago now yeah and that was supposed to be basically Mega Man 11 but he didn't have the license and that game ended up very very bad Garbage. so yeah. yeah yeah and you know that was made by the creator of Mega Man <clears throat> and so they're making this new Mega Man 11 without the creator of Mega Man which yeah. makes you think like wait is it still gonna be good but well I guess my 99 was bad so maybe it'll still be good but I don't know. I think, I think the game, the, the initial trailer they showed off, the game looks encouraging so far. Like, yeah. there's nothing that looks too terrible. It looks it looks like a fair amount of fun, and I don't really even like Mega Man games because they're kind of hard and I'm bad at video games. Yeah. But it looks like a good game, so... Yeah. It looks like they're kind of moving the franchise yeah. forward. Like, I watched a little bit of the trailer, and the, one of the creators was saying, yeah, you know, we didn't want to just remake the old same thing again like we did with mm-hmm. Mega Man 9 and 10. We wanted to... Uh, take the franchise and you know be respectful to the legacy in the past but still kind of push forward and do some new stuff so 
I think it sounds like a good idea, yeah. and hopefully it turns they, out well. They announced it for late 2018. Oh, it's I, late 2018. That's okay. what they said. Yeah, they said late 2018. If it doesn't get delayed. <laughs> I, I, I could totally see it already getting delayed and like coming out like in spring 2019 mm. or something like that. Because that, that makes more sense for a game like Mega Man where it does have a lot of nostalgia and stuff like that. But I don't think that's the best spot for it to come out like yeah. in the middle of the holiday and all don't the crazy. Don't want to go against the November game. <laughs> yeah, <lineup. laughs> exactly. Exactly. So Yeah, yeah well, well, we'll have to wait and see for that one. But uh, pretty cool announcement. I know uh, uh, Jeff Brown, a good friend of the show, who we, we had on a couple – couple uh I think a month or two ago we yeah, had him like on the show um he's a huge <laughs> Mega Man fan and he just re- replied to our tweet after we tweeted out the news and he said day one purchase for me <laughs> so uh, I know, know there's a lot of fans who are in that in that same boat which is pretty cool so uh our next news piece here has to do with the uh, upcoming PlayStation game, Nathan. Why don't you tell us more about that? So, uh, on Twitter, actually, Warrior64 caught this one, but um, the new God of War game is supposed to come out sometime in 2018. Um, I think Sony has said the first half, but uh, on the PSN store, actually, there was a release date that was up. It was March 22nd, 2018. So, like, this was on Sony's PSN store? So, this was store, on like, Sony's PSN store. Yeah, exactly. It was March 22nd, 2018. That's and pretty then, official, though. Yeah, exactly. And a bunch of people saw it and, like, started, like, tweeting out like hey this might be the new leak and then mm-hmm. it got changed to just december 31st 2018 tba or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah exactly so it seems like it could be relatively solid date i also saw that apparently i feel like some art book leaks is supposed to come out like march 15th or something like that so oh, okay. so that's that like makes sense coming out around in march the same yeah. window yeah around the same window so this seems like it could be a pretty le- legit leak nice. which is exciting because i mean i think We've been seeing this game for about a year and a half now. People are mm-hmm. excited for kind of a new style of God of War and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, And Sony has had a lot of success releasing games kind of in the early spring window. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you look at Horizon, that came out around the same time. Yeah, it time. came out late February last End year. End of February, yeah. So yeah. Uncharted 4 came out the year before that. in May, so a little bit later. but Yeah, so they like mm-hmm. having you know, at least one big Sony tentpole release kind of in that, in that uh, time period. So guess that makes sense i think i think that game looks really fun i i watched a little bit of the uh one of the original gameplay trailers uh, a couple weeks ago on my mm-hmm. on my playstation because i got a 4k tv i'm like okay i can watch <laughs> these trailers in 4k and see if they actually Dude, look better like they that promised. game is gonna be worth getting just to to play it on your 4k tv i know i wasn't really interested but Pro. now i'm kind of like do i have to get this game now <laughs> like do i have to get every big first party sony game now i don't oh, know man. Uh, yeah. i feel like it'll hit the 20 dollar bin by the end of the year so i'll probably wait yeah but, uh, pretty much all Sony games do so yeah so well we'll see but uh you know it looks looks good I'm glad they kind of it's you know not a full reboot you're still playing as Kratos but you know he's moved on to a totally new area a new mythology you can't <laughs> you just kill all the, the gods you can't the kill all the Greek so. gods again so you move on to Norse mythology and just I it looks like you know it's very dynamic over the shorter shoulder yeah, gameplay I love the... and it just is, looks like it's so fluid like you just go through the whole game mm-hmm. and it's not really there's apparently like no cutscenes in the game i guess is what they've said hmm. Be- you basically play the entire game from that one perspective wow. which is really bold if that actually happens yeah, so. <laughs> yeah well, i mean it look, makes, it, makes it look like you're not entering different areas it's just one giant like yeah. long game that, not open world not but, open kind, world, of but is... kind of just all connected yeah together, exactly so, so. Look, looks pretty cool i'm sure that game will will be a hit um so um thursday that's two days from now um the game awards are happening that's the big show hosted by jeff Keeley every year and uh there's always a few little trailer announcements or maybe a new game announcement uh there's always a, a couple exciting things coming out of there i think we got a uh, zelda story trailer last year for breath of the wild which was uh, yeah which was they pretty did cool, zelda they did the kind of the first gameplay look at it 
a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> they announced, I remember the Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale game. Yeah, they announced uh, the Batman Telltale game a couple years ago as well. Mm-hmm. I think last year they did the second Death Stranding trailer. and Yeah, stuff. Kojima and the gang's going to be there, so I'm sure we'll get another trailer <laughs> with no <laughs> gameplay. No gameplay. <laughs> I saw I saw an article on the internet today, and they're like, "What do you What do you want to see from the Game Awards?" Because uh, Keeley is hyping up. He says uh, we have 15 new announcements, oh world gosh. premieres to uh, <laughs> premiere at the show. So interesting. Yeah. So that's kind of enticing. I'm sure a lot of that will be like DLC, and he, one of the things is already confirmed is a new map for PUBG and stuff like that. Okay. So there won't be all 15 new games or anything. <laughs> We're like gonna that. put a new map for PUBG. So hopefully, all 30 of those million players all tune in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. But anyways, um, I hope it's condensed a little bit. I remember last year the show kind of dragged on, and there was all these like random performances. Yeah, like the I remember like they had the the Doom some band covered Doom or the Doom. Yeah, and they did like five songs, and it took like I'm like I don't want to watch a concert. I want to get on with the show. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, but it'll it'll be fun to watch and check out. And I'm hoping for uh, we'll probably live tweet some announcements. Breath of the Wild DLC like that's supposed to be coming out in December. We don't know anything about that. So sneak peek trailer. We'll get like a sneak peek. We've gotten zero. They'll announce the release date. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That'd be good. I I'd love a reason to jump back in. Back in his old, I've been waiting to hear more about the second pack. Nintendo has also been hyping this up, like they've been retweeting Jeff Keighley stuff, and oh, stuff okay. like that. So, so maybe we'll get like uh, maybe we could possibly get another. Like, there's not a lot of games announced for 2018 for the Switch. There's yeah. basically Yoshi and Kirby, and that's all. So <laughs> those are both pretty safe games. Yeah, like. exactly. Huh. Yeah, so maybe we'll we'll get a fun fun announcement looking into to next year for the Switch. That would that would be appreciated. Uh, but yeah, so our next segment that we're going to be talking uh, about today here is actually a trivia segment. And Nathan, uh, you know, he did this once before on the show. And the idea was for him to kind of do a game show where it's, you know, me versus Rob, our other faithful co-hosts on the show here. But uh, he is sadly not able to join us here this week. Kind of a last minute uh, thing popped up for him. So uh, it will be just me. So how do you want to do this, Nathan? So uh, I think you got five of ten last time we played. So your goal is to try and at least match or beat that score. Oh, I so, want to beat it. I don't want to match. All right, all right. So you got you got. Least... We're gonna give it uh, some time so you guys can play it at yes, home too. Yes, exactly. Right? So I've got I've got ten questions here. Okay. And uh, some of them are multiple choice. Some of them aren't. Um, but I'll basically I'll ask you the question. I'll give you probably about twenty seconds, fifteen, ten, fifteen seconds or so to answer. Give listeners a little bit of time at home. Okay. Um. And maybe you can ask for a hint if you need it or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then we will go from there. So, All right. All right. You ready for the first one? Hit me. All right. So uh, this one's especially for you. Ooh. The Madden Curse <laughs> is uh, one of the most famous in all of video games. 17 of the 20 players who have been on the cover of Madden the last 20 years have had uh, injury plague seasons following their debut on Madden. So who is the first player to experience the Madden Curse? Ooh. Uh, was it A, Dante Culpepper? B, Eddie George, C, Garrison Hurst, or D, Michael Vick? Those answers, again, A, Dante Culpepper, B, Eddie George, C, Garrison Hurst, or D, Michael Vick? Okay. So I'm pretty sure Vick was 05, and 04, I think, was uh, the other guy you said. So I'm going Culpepper. Culpepper. Yep. And so I think Eddie George was before that. So I'm going Eddie George. Final answer. Final answer. Yes. Oh, you're breaking my heart, Jeff. Ah, so 
I actually, the answer is actually C. Garrison Hurst. Garrison. Okay. Who was on the 49ers at the time, which is your favorite NFL it team, is. technically. So I was like, maybe he'll have a shot at this one. That but, I think that was the one game, my uh, Madden game, my brother skipped. Yeah, it was actually, <laughs> it was early. It was the 1999 is when it came out. Wow, yeah, that makes and sense. And so. We got, I think we had Madden 2000 and yeah. Madden 64. Yeah, so 99, and then that was the first game that actually had a player on the cover. All the other ones okay. had John Madden. I was going to say, I don't really remember him. Yeah, like and he, like, basically was hurt that season i looked it up and then he was out for like a year and a half because he hurt himself so bad and then he was <laughs> never crazy. the same player so that was crazy thus the infamous madden curse began i can't believe that's still a thing i know right? i mean brady hasn't gotten hurt yet brady actually. hasn't gotten hurt yet no yeah so he's, <laughs> he's protected for of now. course brady would be the one to break the curse well and he did all when they announced that madden announced that he was gonna be on the cover he did like all these videos of him like walking under a ladder and oh, getting, yeah. he made fun of it it was really funny <laughs> that's good so, uh, question number two. Zero for one. The expansion pack on the Nintendo 64 was sold with Donkey Kong 64. I know this. It doubled the amount of RAM in the N64. Name the two other games that required the expansion pack to play. So, I know one is Majora's Mask. That's one of them. So, you, you got a half point there, at least. Oh, man. Donkey Kong 64. Donkey Kong 64. That was one of them. There's There was three There's games three. that required it. Oh, those are the two i remember off the top of my head was it a nintendo published game it was a nintendo published game it yes. was yes okay. nintendo published game so it had to have been late in in the uh, n64 yeah it came out in later i'm gonna say paper mario paper mario is incorrect ah! i'm sorry it was actually perfect dark oh perfect dark yeah so made hey, by, i perfect dark I, yeah I made should, by rare but i guess i should have known that but <laughs> i expansion packs always in my 64 so i guess i never noticed exactly oh you never had the pokemon stadium uh little game boy red thing plugged in or whatever well i had that plugged in the expansion pack literally goes in the front of the console oh it does yeah oh my gosh i didn't even realize yeah. that i thought it went in your there's controller a, no there's a little uh there's a little slot on the top middle of the n64 you peel off you, it looks like a, like a little black memory card. You pull out the regular pack and you put in the expansion pack. And it's like a red label on top of it. Okay. So you're like modding your actual wow. physical console. It's so cool. That's that's really cool. Yeah. Neat. I didn't even know that. So There you go. All right. So you're at a point, half a point right now. <laughs> point 0.5. Point 0.5. All right. Question number three. I hope I get to 9.5. Oh, my. <laughs> 9.5. Too much trivia. <laughs> Number three, Halo 2 was the best-selling game on the original Xbox. What was the second best-selling game? Was it A, Halo Combat Evolved, B, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, C, Mm. Fable, or D, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic? Oh, my gosh. All four of those games are so good. Yeah. Uh, A, Halo Combat Evolved, B, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, C, Fable, or D, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic? I'm going to go with my gut and just say Halo 1. Halo 1. Final answer? Final answer. You are incorrect. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Halo Halo 1 sold 5 million. Uh, barely outselling it was Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell at really? 6 million copies. That was Yeah, the second I remember those selling. games being popular, but like I I tried playing that one like a year ago, the original. I'm just like this is Yeah, I think this is not good. <laughs> I think it was very revolutionary with the multiplayer cuz I had the online I think it launched oh, with like it? the online oh, okay. Xbox Live stuff. Um, and That's I think crazy. Were, yeah, exactly. So Splinter I think Cell being the second best-selling game on Xbox. Yep, second best-selling game. Halo three or Halo one was the third best-selling game. So close. Well, that was a good guess. Close. Good guess. All right, I hope you get this one. Number four. <laughs> I never owned that game. I owned Halo one and two. Okay. So I think their stats are off. All right. All right. 
So, uh, which bad guy was introduced in Super Mario Brothers 2? Was it A, Lakitu, B, Shy Guy, C, Koopa Troopa, or D, Boo? <laughs> Shy Guy, of course. The only weird one. <laughs> Everything in that game introduced was weird. <laughs> that you're, is true. You're that pulling is true. radishes with faces on them and chucking them at little weird Shy Guy creatures. And the final boss is a giant toad named Wart who throws more vegetables at you. Like... Game is so so strange. So. Mario wanted to go gardening. You are correct. It is shy guy. So yes, very nice job. Very hey, nice you job. hit me with. We do Mario edition. I'll get. I get ten out of ten. I know. If I if I, if I did, <laughs> I knew if I did all Mario things, you'd you'd be like unstoppable. Right. No, that, so. that that's a that's a good one. All right, all right. You're at one and a half shy points guy. through four questions so far. There was no shy guy in Mario Odyssey. Now think about it. Oh, you're right. There, there wasn't. There really wasn't. There was a lot of I think Mario kind of classic enemies and stuff yeah, they that weren't threw in, in a bunch of. Well, they, they they used a lot, a lot of new like they made a lot of new characters mm-hmm. and then they thought I think of certain characters that would be really fun to control like a chain chomp and goombas and they brought back those ones but like, there wasn't even like boos or yeah there was no boos that was Koopa was only thing. really there for you to race against so he would was yeah, you didn't, a smaller role you didn't really fight it I mean there was a hammer bows and stuff like that but. yeah yeah there, I like how I mean like, tangent here but I love how Odyssey had certain enemies only in it for like. Just very like almost like one one time use like exactly on the end the Bowser's uh, when you're getting a Bowser in the moon yeah. you go through that challenge gauntlet like you get to control a bonsai bill only for that section like you get control a flying dry bones and charge and chuck and yeah like, I, I love that part about the game they just aren't afraid to put something no in exactly just to use one time and keep you surprised that that was really awesome because most people would be like oh no we put work into this we have to use it like yeah. enough times to make it worth yeah. our that's work, just the bonsai basically. bill in every level yeah exactly. Exactly. All right. So, question number five. In uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, the Biggeron sword can be obtained from a giant Gorn, Goron known as Biggeron. Mm-hmm. Um, however, to be able to be forged, to, sort, to forge the sword, um, Biggeron must be cured of what condition? Gosh. Zelda side quest <laughs> subplot details. <laughs> oh, this is asking a lot. I remember the quest. Don't don't you, where don't where you buy it from originally? Like it's like a, a fake or is it like the real so one? So you you, you you get the giant's knife basically, yeah, and then you kind of use it a couple times, then it breaks, and then you, you use that the it. shards of that to reforge it into the bigger on sword. Yeah, but you had to cure him of something. You had to cure him of something. And he was uh, where where did you find him? Do you remember where he found you him? Find in that the, quest? You, you find the big growing guy in Goron Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goron Mountain. So, so you had to cure him of not being able to sleep. Final answer? Yes. Incorrect. No. <laughs> you had to... Because the little kid's crying, right? It's keeping everyone awake. He's crying because uh, he can't see anything. Like, because the the volcano had been active again and stuff uh-huh. like that, the lava, like, exploded into his face. And what? he can't see, like, anything. That. That's dark yeah. and morbid. He can't see anything. So his eyes are like this, and he can't see anything. And so you have to get the... So you have to, like, wash his eyes. frog. Yeah, you, you get, like, use a frog and give it to the professor, and then he gives you, like, the magic eye drops that you have to get to him within wow. three minutes or something like that. That's so sad. So. I had no idea. <laughs> I, then again, I never actually got the full bigger on sword. I just got the crappy knife and it broke. I'm like, well, I'm going back to my real sword. Oh, you never got the bigger on sword? No, I, I never, never followed through on that one. I just, oh I just thought it was a broken, broken uh, trail. I'm so sorry. I, I would have thought, I, I thought that I'd was heard like, about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never gone back in okay. uh, and gotten it. I, I guess. I, every single time I ever played Ocarina of Time, I've just kind of made it. Even though it's not essential to beat the game, I've just kind of made it part of it. my playthrough. So. Well, that's that's good. Now I know I have to. 
<laughs> cure the poor Goron's lava fried eyeballs. Exactly. Jeez. That's what you're doing. His corneas torched. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, I apparently made these a little too hard. It's okay. So. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot. All right. All right. So you're at a 1.5 after five questions. I wonder if anyone in the audience is actually beating me right now. <laughs> exactly. I, I hope you're keeping keeping. Yeah. Score keep at home. keep score at home and then let us know on Twitter because I'm really cu- I want to know like how hard these questions yeah. actually are. Am I just terrible or uh, what? Exactly. All right. Number six. So Naughty Dog is one of the most successful and iconic studios in the world. Yeah. What was the first game that Naughty Dog ever released? Mm. Was it A. Way of the Warrior. B. Keef the Thief. C, Rings of Power, or D, Crash Bandicoot? This is a trick question. Is it? So, A, Way of the Warrior, B, Keith the Thief, C, The Rings of Power, or D, Crash Bandicoot? Because I think Crash Bandicoot was their first game as Naughty Dog, but they were known as something else beforehand. Like, is this their first no, Naughty so Dog this published? No, so this is their first game published as Naughty okay. Dog. I'm going Crash Bandicoot, final answer. That is incorrect. No. You are correct. They were something else beforehand. I, f- I forget the name of it, but there was something else. Um, yeah, because we did a history in like, of Naughty Dog. Yeah, 1985 to 89, they were called something else. And then, like, I think in 91, they released their first game. And the correct answer is actually B, Keef the Thief. Keef the Thief. Never played it. Yeah. Never will. And they actually, all of these other games was that it I put any in. I don't think so. I didn't hear anything <laughs> good about it. But all these other games, Way of the Warrior and Rings of Power, were also games that they released before Crash. Mm. And then in 94, I think they got they basically partnered with Sony yeah, yeah. Um, to work on the PlayStation. That's when they made Crash We're with Bandicoot. the Nat guy, right? The Nat guy helped them make Crash, uh, I think. Mark Cerny? Yeah. I get. I don't Maybe. You're yeah. probably right, because you did that history of Naughty Dog. Yeah, so. I remember he like like partnered with them, and he like came up with the mascot idea, and they they put it out and there were some weird legal issues to <laughs> who owned crash or something like that yeah, yeah all right uh dude how great were those old crash commercials where he's trying to oh like my gosh when he's trying to break into yeah. like the nintendo headquarters <laughs> they literally filmed it like on the redmond nintendo campus like, yeah i know can you imagine that <laughs> happening today like nintendo walking into microsoft's like head headquarters of like xbox with phil spencer and like mario trying to blow it up exactly. or something like that it'd be crazy uh it'd be hilarious all right uh so we're on question seven. This next question is actually for you, Rob. So Rob, I hope you're like listening along at home and let me know like how you do so then we can maybe compare you with Jeff. <laughs> oh, great. Like so that. I have no chance on this one. All right. So who is the creator of the Assassin's Creed franchise who is now working for Visceral um, on a Star Wars game? Visceral Studios. Is this multiple choice? No, there's not oh. multiple choice. He's known as the lead creator. I'm guessing he's French. Not French. Not French. Well, not French. I Yeah, not French, I don't believe. Do you want a hint? Yes, please. Right. Give it, me the bone. Uh, she's a girl. It's a girl. It's a girl, yes. It's a girl. It's a female. It's a girl. She was um, based in Canada. Uh, Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> That's the only female comedian <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't think she makes video games. Enlighten me. Oh, man. The uh, correct answer is uh, Jade Raymond, actually. Jade Raymond. Yeah, she's the creator That's of the cool original name. Assassin's Creed. And then... Um, so she, when did she move on? Past she Assassin's moved Creed? on in two thousand and four. I think fifteen is when she joined EA and started working on okay. Visceral. And she was so supposed to be working ago. with Amy Hennig on the game oh, that is now okay. canceled. And Maybe EA hasn't sad. said what they're do- what she's actually doing now because she's still like technically in charge of Visceral, she's like in limbo. Maybe yeah. working on some new unannounced games. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll announce some other new game, and then we'll cancel that one. Exactly. And we'll just forever get our games exactly. canceled from EA because exactly. they're evil. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. That, that was one I threw in there for Rob. I thought he would be on the show. But. Man, 
I hope Rob got that one. <laughs> yeah, you have to let us know, Rob. All right, uh, number eight. The developer of Mass Effect, Dragon Age, and Knights of the Old Republic was Bioware, obviously. Um, what was Bioware's first com- commercially successful game? Was it A, Baldur's Gate, B, Shattered Steel, C, Neverwinter Nights, or D, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic? And what was the question again? The most successful so game? So what was their first, um, what was Bioware's first commercially successful game? So they like may have released a game or two before this, but this was the first one that kind of did really well and people really okay. enjoyed and kind of drove back. Um, and stuff I'm going to go Baldur's Gate because I've heard of that and I'm guessing it was before KOTAR. Okay, so. final answer? Yes. You are correct. It is yes! A, Baldur's Gate. Got Very one. nice job. <laughs> this was also... I a, got a Rob question. Yeah, this was definitely Rob a Rob question. Um, but yeah, it was A, Baldur's Gate. It was released... Um, they released actually uh, Shattered Steel before that. Um, like I think they released it Oh, that was the, the fighting game that we, yeah, we yeah. talked about where you could like kill them with almost like one hit if you hit them right. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And Baldur's Gate was like very... They got um, kind of the license, I think, to Dungeons and Dragons, and it was a yeah, Dungeons and Dragons right. inspired game. What, what, like, year? what year was that? Do you remember? That came out in uh, the original Baldur's Gate came out in 1998, I believe. It was okay. either 98 or 97. Nice. Um, yeah, and then Baldur's Gate. Ago. Yes, that's 20 years ago. Do you believe that? Yes, I know, right? <laughs> we are very old. <laughs> All right, so you've got uh, two and a half questions right. Woo! Practically uh, three. Practically three. Rounding up. So uh, we're on question nine here. What game developed by Rare for the GameCube in 2001 was never released due to the sale of Rare to Microsoft? Mm. I'm guessing this is either Cameo or Donkey Kong Racing because I think Rare had both of them in there. Um, I will say... I'll just go with Cameo. That's probably the more better-known one. Cameo for GameCube. I will give you two points for that. I actually yes. put down Donkey Kong Racing, but I know <laughs> both of those games were actually canceled because of the, the GameCube one. Yes, yeah. yeah, no. There there was a prototype of Donkey Kong Racing that got leaked on the wild a little bit ago, and it was actually pretty far in development. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. It, it looked like they added a bunch of stuff. It was kind of the sequel to Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, except for you were riding like Animal Buddies, yeah. like Espresso and Rambi, which... I would have eaten up at that time. Like, I would have loved that. And, like, I still have my original GameCube box um, over in my, my laundry room right now. I can show you after the show. Like, it has the screenshot because, you know, it has all the upcoming games. So, like, Rogue Squadron, Luigi's Mansion, Smash Bros. And it has Cameo and uh, and Donkey Kong Racing screenshots saying, like, upcoming games. Look forward to these. Exactly. Like, on the box, which is pretty cool. All right. So, giving you two points, you got 4.5. Very nice job. So, Thank you. You, get, you gotta get this next question right to get higher oh, than your last I'll get score. 0.5 better. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. It's a lot of pressure. All right. So last question: In Super Smash Brothers Brawl, ooh, I got a good chance already. <laughs> I played that game so much, like 200 hours. Who is the last character you unlock by only playing matches? So there's kind of a bunch of different ways to unlock characters in Brawl. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And one of the ways is just kind of by playing normal matches. And the more matches you play... Not Subspace Emissary. Exactly. Not Subspace Who's the last character you unlock Ooh. by only playing matches? I, I I have a list for you if you want it. You have a list? Yeah. Do you want... It's either... What do you mean you mul- list? Like uh, multiple choice. Oh. Um, okay, but before before you go, I'm going okay. to say I'm thinking in my head... I don't know if I ever unlocked characters in Brawl that way because I always played through Subspace Emissary with friends. Yeah, yeah. Even though it wasn't the greatest mode, but it was still fun to watch the cutscenes. So I'm going to say off the top of my head, um, uh, pro- 
probably snake is what I'm thinking. Snake or Jigglypuff is what I'm circling. All right, sounds good. So uh, what, are, what are the options? The options are actually down? A, Toon Link, B, Sonic, C, Mr. Game & Watch, or D, Wolf. Now that you say that, I think it's got to be Wolf. I think I think it was one of the last ones you unlocked in the Subspace Emissary. There's no way they would hold Sonic that long because he was such a... He was the first. That was the first game Sonic was in. Yeah, the first Sm- Nintendo. first Smash game. Yeah. Yeah, and that was that was a big deal. Uh, I'm gonna go with Star Wolf. Final answer. Final answer. Yes. You are correct. It is Star Wolf. <laughs> you gave me the smirk. I kind of was wrong with you. Are you sure? Are you I'm sure? You want to do just it? In me. <laughs> yeah. It is Star Wolf. It, you actually, uh, you remember correctly in Subspace Emissary. He's yeah, him he, and Toon Link. Him and Toon Link are the Jiggly, last Jiggly are the last characters yeah. you unlock, and he takes. <laughs> Like, we can't figure out how to work these three characters in the store, so throw them exactly. in at the end. <laughs> well, um, actually, I think there's a couple things. Like, Toon Link was actually added very late because oh, okay. it was going to be Young Link instead. Mm. Um, so I know that's why he was kind of unlocked very gotcha. late. Um, I'm not sure about Wolf. And... I guess that makes sense. And Wolf is another clone character they probably added late in the development yeah. cycle, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you have to play 450 matches to unlock Wolf just by playing matches. So That's not as bad as Melee. You had to do, uh, I believe it was 900 matches to unlock Game & Watch. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that was definitely more of a grind. <laughs> All right, so you ended up five, five and a half out of ten. That, that first half was rough. I redeemed um, myself. You, you redeemed end. yourself at the end, dude. Well, I put some Nintendo questions last just Thank to, you. to help you out. Thank so. you. Appreciate it. So, so let us know on Twitter uh, what your score was. If you beat Jeff at five and a half or <laughs> got lower, and also let me know like if you think the question is too hard because I think we're gonna keep doing this um, event every now and then, every yeah. now and then, and stuff like that. And I want to try and make it fair for our, both our hosts and our listeners. So, yeah, there yeah. we go. Thanks for doing that, Nathan. That yeah, was a, for sure. That's a good idea. I, I, I like it too because I get to learn some new like facts about yeah. some new games. Yeah. Well, and, and stuff. I always when I'm looking up trying to look for trivia and stuff like oh, that. Was it I Jade was... Raymond? Or that was... Jade Raymond. Yeah. The... Out in the memory banks. I know they created Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yeah. There exactly. So it's always fun to kind of try and put together as well. Yeah. Awesome. So um, I think for the rest of the show we're just gonna be talking a little bit about um, games that we've been playing lately and just kind of you know, give you guys some uh, some recommendations. Um, I actually picked up. On uh, on sale at Target, they have a little clearance section where, like, randomly, like some PS4 games and stuff will like just get a sticker and they'll be like super cheap. Like, yeah, ukulele was like nine dollars there like a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Um, and I was just kind of casually browsing because my wife had a twenty percent off coupon and she said I could like pick out a toy or a game like I'm a child, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I was first I was, I was looking at this neat Nerf gun, which yes, I am a child. So you are a child. That's what you're confirming. <laughs> yes, I look at a Nerf gun, but then I'm like, oh. I might as well check the game section see if there's anything there. Because I've realized, like, my PS4, like, game collection, I've looked over there and, like, I bought, like, the two Destiny games, Battlefront, oh, I can't believe I bought that one on launch. Um, and then I think, like, one uh, one or two other games I've actually bought in that full price uh, at, like, launch for, like, my PS4. While, like, I have probably 10 to 15 other PS4 physical games and I've gotten them all for, like, $20 or less. So, like, I love that sweet spot for PS4s. I just wait, you know, well, yeah. a and year with, and they go with down PS4, so PS4, if you wait, like, even, like, six months, you can usually at least find it for half off, like, yeah. 30% or something like that. Yeah, so. and, like, you know, this, uh, a month ago, I got a <clears throat> Ryzen Zero Dawn and Diablo for 10 bucks each, just, like, off of OfferUp. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll buy both these great games for $10 that have tons of things to do and look great in 4K. So, 
So, you know, I, I love picking up PS4 games on the cheap. Uh, I, I kind of do some impulse buys sometimes, which is great. And so I actually picked up a Redout for the PS4, which is basically um, kind of a smaller indie arcade racer. It's very similar to F-Zero, so, like, obviously it's right up my alley. Yep. Because Nintendo's not making any F-Zero games anytime <laughs> soon. Hey, well, 2018. Nintendo said they would uh, not only be bringing back familiar IP, but maybe reviving some as well in 2018. Hey, so you got... Show me your moves, Nintendo. Show me your moves. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, it, Redout's a lot of fun. I think there's over 36 tracks in the game, which is a good number. Yeah, especially for an indie game. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a smaller team that the game outputs like on the PS4 Pro at 4K, 60 frames per second with HDR and everything. So like, wait, it, it outputs gorgeous. at 4K? Yeah. Wow, I'm surprised. Yeah, it looks incredible. Um, I, I'm really impressed with how uh, good it looks because kind of the, a lot of the early. Excuse me. Screenshots and trails I saw looked kind of blocky, and I didn't think the art style looked super good. But seeing it in motion on my TV makes it look really, really nice, and I'm really, really happy with the performance of the game. And um, it's kind of cool because you can basically upgrade your different ship with different power ups. So there's passive abilities and there's kind of active ones. And the passive ones, you know, are just built in your ship. So you know your boost uh, meter will recharge quicker. Your top speed will be better. You know, your acceleration will be better, stuff like that, um, which increases your base stats. And then the active abilities are almost kind of like items almost. So it's not like Mario Kart or like Wipeout items, but it's more subtle. Like, I really like this one where it basically lets you steal energy from any uh, racer who's next to you. So if you're doing a Grand Prix with six other, uh, you know, racers, you hold on the square button when you're next to them, and it'll kind of start sapping their energy. And it's not a huge, like, thing. It's just kind of a small ability that you have and there's another one that like makes you turn a little bit tighter on certain certain turns but uh but yeah i mean if you like old arcade racers or you know like f-zero at all i definitely recommend this game i think normally it's 30 40 bucks um but i got like i said under 20 dollars and yeah i think for that price point it's <clears throat> definitely worth it so check your local target they may have red <laughs> out there um and it's like the complete playstation edition so it has like all the dlc also some exclusive playstation stuff i'm not sure i think it's like a ship and something else uh, but yeah I'm, I'm really liking it. there's online which is completely dead it doesn't work <laughs> i'm sure the online is because this game came out imagine. a couple of years ago right or a year ago? i think it was about a year ago okay um, okay at least the ps4 version i think steam got a little early sure but, sure uh, yeah so it, I, i'm actually really liking it it's it's so more, have, uh, more like a zero like i than i thought um it is split screen okay um cool so you can do you can do races i did try that it, it still performs well on there and yeah i'm really just impressed with how well this this game performs and the music is probably my favorite part of it so far which can be hit or mess with these type of games yeah like, they can be like, kind of very super generic and exactly exactly like you know i love fast racing neo that came on the wii u and the switch um i like some of the music at first but like after you played through all the grand prix like they recycled a lot of the same songs and a lot of them felt kind of samey and you know you think of something like f-zero where Every single track, you know, has its own very different, unique theme. There's guitars and mixed with techno stuff. You know, it's not quite the level of like F Zero GX's soundtrack, which is one of my favorite, you know, game soundtracks ever. But um, every level does have its very own unique sound. And um, the Grand Prix mode or the Career mode has this cool thing where you know you play through different levels, doing different challenges, and then the very kind of final challenge of an area, you know, you played these four deserty type levels. It'll combine all four levels into one mega level that you have to do three laps on. 
which is super, wow. super cool because it's kind of, you know, test all of your ability and you kind of memorized the layouts of the levels by then. And so, so that's the end of each Grand Prix? Yeah, kind of the end of each kind of major section of okay. the career mode. And so every race you're unlocking stuff and you're progressing and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm excited. I think it comes out for Switch. It's still slated for this year. It's but... supposed to come out, I think, like back in September or something like that. And then it's it's been delayed a couple times. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, Nicholas is, I think, uh, porting that one to the Switch. And so... Uh, maybe we'll get a chance to, to try that one out and share impressions how the Switch version holds up. But uh, I mean, I'm loving how good it looks on the on the Pro. It's it looks really nice. So yeah, definitely check it out. It's a uh, Red Out, um, and you can pretty much find it on any platform. It's coming to Switch soon, but it's yeah. on everything else yeah. right now. So yeah, I've been playing that. And um, the other big game we've been playing this week is Destiny Two. And I just have to tell you guys, after planning for months and months, since Destiny Two came out. Nathan and I and a few other friends, we finally got a chance to go into the Destiny 2 endgame activity, the Leviathan Raid, and we were so excited to do this. Like we've Finally. Been, we've been trying to organize you know, our real-life schedules to do this, and you know, if you're not familiar with Destiny, like, the you Raid... You need six players, basically. Yeah. It requires six players at all times, and so... And it's you six players to... from your friend list. You yeah. can't matchmake you can't, it. You can't matchmake it or anything like that. And you kind of have to coordinate and stuff like that. So you can go on, like, LFG and stuff like that and try and try and find random people. But, like, um, but it's not as fun if you're not playing exactly. with people kind of you play with regularly and know well. And to get the full experience, you want to be able to go in with a fresh with a group of friends that you, you know, are comfortable with and you know. Because, like, you know, you'll fail a bunch in the raid. Like, we were absolutely terrible for most of the raid. Like, yeah, we failed exactly. so many times. We got, you know maybe almost halfway through um not even that and you know but we had a fun time we were you know laughing making jokes the whole time but uh um the best part about this <laughs> oh raid story gosh. is one of the greatest nathan fails that i can remember in recent history uh, because you know we were so excited you know me and all my buddies we've all been texting and we've messaging. been like coordinating this for like the whole week like, all of last week yeah basically. and we landed on you know friday this we, last friday because friday evening that was the one time that worked for everyone so we're all excited you know i get home from work i you know, pop on destiny you know i'm on there early i'm getting all my gear ready you know i'm all equipped you know all of a sudden all the other party members start joining in you yep. know everyone's flying in we're all getting ready like oh and someone's like, oh, where's Nathan? Like, oh, he should be jumping on soon. And uh, Nathan jumps on party chat, and he's like, oh, guys, guys, I am, I am so sorry. And we're like, Nathan, what is wrong? You can't cancel on this last minute. Like, we've been planning this. We've cleared our real-life schedules on our Friday nights. We're not hanging out with our families. And he's like, oh, well, I just forgot to update Destiny 2. And we're like, what? Like, I mean, I had an update earlier this week. It was took me, like, five minutes. He's like, Oh no! It's it's a two and a half hour update. It's thirty five gigs. And I'm thinking to myself, how on earth is this a thirty five gig update for a game? There's no way it should be thirty five gigs. That's why I was so surprised because I was like, <laughs> I mean, I hadn't. Granted, I hadn't played Destiny since I think like the end of September. Like I hadn't played Destiny in about two months. So I was like, there's going to be some kind of update. <laughs> But I didn't think it would be 35 gigs because I think the full game was like 40 gigs or something like that. I was like, yeah. how did the game double in size since the last time I played it? And so I start the update and it's like, I'm like checking my internet bandwidth. I like turn off all of like, I disconnect my phone and like everything else from our internet router trying to make it go <laughs> faster. Maximize the speed. Yeah, exactly. And so, and so you guys are like, oh, well, you know, we have to wait for somebody else anyways. Like maybe we'll 
Yeah, we'll check in with you. We'll check in, in like with you in like an hour and, see, and see, see how it's coming. Better. Yeah, and so we end up finding another mutual friend who just happened to be online, who we all knew, and so he jumped in. He became our sixth man. We jump into the raid. We start playing and everything, and we're having fun, even though Nathan's not there. And you know, Nathan's sending us these sad uh, <laughs> mopey updates. Like, oh guys, I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. Like, oh, it's still taking forever. It's probably not gonna be done for another hour or two. And uh, eventually we get to this room and one of our party members ends up falling asleep. <laughs> and Is that also, what happened? He also said he got bit by like a brown recluse spider. And oh, he yeah. may have had a chance of dying. And so his character is literally AFK, just not even moving. <laughs> and we're like, is he dead or asleep? And one of our other buddies, Tom, who we're with, he's like, oh, no, I play with him all the time. He falls asleep all the time. He's probably asleep. But then again, he's not picking up his phone or answering text. So he might be dead. I don't know, guys. <laughs> Uh, and so we ended up kicking from the party. I just haven't heard. I hope he's okay. <laughs> I, I hope so because I, I don't want to be something. laughing about someone who is actually like died <laughs> or something. Like yeah, he falls asleep all the time. So okay. that was the reputation. He's, so okay. we're like, well, we can't beat this with five and a guy just standing there. So we booted from the party and we're like, Nathan, we need you. We can't progress any further. And so Nathan hops on a party chat and he is laughing hysterically like a madman. Like this is one of the most hardest I've ever heard Nathan's laugh. He sounded like he was crying. Were you crying? Like- uh, there may have been a few tears. <laughs> Mostly and- tears of joy, but some tears of pain as well. <laughs> we just hear inaudible sounds and we're like, Nathan, what? What happened? What is wrong? We're like concerned at this point. And his wife grabs the mic because Nathan can't even talk. He's just rolling on the floor like dying. And she's like... Nathan did not update Destiny 2. And we're like, what? Like, he's been updating it for like the last hour. It says, he's been updating Destiny 1. He put in the wrong disc and somehow didn't notice he grabbed the wrong box that is completely different colors and doesn't have a 2. He grabbed the wrong disc, which is completely black instead of white like Destiny 2. Put it in. Didn't notice the icon on the home screen said Destiny instead of Destiny 2. And was continually checking the update page and still didn't notice that it was Destiny 1. I had uninstalled the original Destiny because I was like, I got Destiny 2. I'm never going back to this. And I, I keep all my, my PS4 games like in a, basically like a CD case so I don't keep them in other uh, okay. cases and stuff like that so it wasn't in the actual blue case it was in the actual blue case so i like i was like looking for it and i like oh here we go so i put destiny in and <laughs> i just never noticed that there wasn't the giant two that <laughs> i was supposed to be playing and so i literally reinstalled the entire destiny one game thinking i couldn't jump on <laughs> and play the raid in destiny two someone may have died that night because of you nathan oh my gosh the best comment was Afterwards, because you know Nathan's kind of a clumsy person in general, and you know he makes fails like this all the time. And one of our raid members, Tom, is like, "Guys, you know, like we, we shouldn't be too hard on Nathan. You know, he forgot to update his game. This is kind of in his character. You know, like this is Nathan. Like we, you know, we shouldn't really be surprised." And Adam, Sirister uh, Fields, he just goes, "You know what? We're not di- we're not surprised, Nathan. We're just disappointed. <laughs> like, come on, man, you should have checked for an update, but." Um, Thankfully, Nathan was able to jump in. He flew right in. <laughs> Destiny 2 was fine and installed and updated. And uh, we did have some fun. So, uh, um, yeah, we, we got to play for about an hour. And we got past midnight. We just started playing terrible because we, we were all tired. We played so. for, like, I think we played for, like, two. I was on for, like, at least, like, two and a half yeah. hours or something yeah, like we, that. Yeah, so we, we got pretty far. We got pretty far. And we just 
did start failing after a while. I think everyone started getting really tired yeah, and sleepy. <laughs> but uh, it, I really like the experience. Was, I, I want to yeah, go back cor- and finish it. Yeah, the coordination of it was really, really cool. So I mean, Bungie's kind of you know improved. I think kind of their boss design, where like a lot of the original raids were pretty much just bullet sponges, where you pretty much just evaded a boss and activated one, some type yeah, of switch. Yeah, and one person was activating a switch or something like yeah, that. Yeah, everyone else and just kind of stood around, and then everyone just shot at him until he died type thing. Yeah. And so, at least so far, on the you know two or three challenges that we did, basically the raid works and you go through different rooms. The, the two or three rooms that we did had really cool mechanics where there was one where it was like a gauntlet where two people would run through all these obstacles and they would call out different... N- numbers and symbols that the other players would then have to shoot things to open doors so and they could keep progressing and so on and so yeah forth. then you're fighting off waves of enemies and then you go through the cycle again and then at the very end you do this mad dash where all six players are running through all the obstacles and trying to hit and not hit different checkpoints and the floors falling out and it was it was really challenging but yeah. it was also really fun and it made everyone feel really involved yeah it was like. really fun i mean i think i think the biggest thing is they just they make sure that every player has to be doing a specific thing. Like you can't mm-hmm. in this raid, I feel like you can't have one player who has really no it. idea what's <laughs> yeah, exactly. You couldn't solo it. You can't really have one player who has no idea what's going on. Everyone yeah. has to kind of carry their way, at least to some extent. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I was really impressed with what we played so far. I think, aesthetically it's a really cool design you play in this giant golden temple yeah it's, with... it's unlike anything else you kind of played in destiny like the yeah. design and environments and, stuff mm-hmm. like and that. there's you know there's some unique enemies that you don't see anywhere else in the game um, which is really cool like there's like the these guys come out like these giant bathtubs <laughs> like, <laughs> the bathers yeah, yeah the bathers and but yeah so I, i'm really excited i want to you know we've kind of kept ourselves spoiler free so we don't really know what the other rooms are like and so um i'm looking forward to hopefully jumping back more in there and you know, Destiny 2 is back on the docket for me. The new expansion came out today. I, uh, you know, very early impressions. I only played the first two or three story missions, but I'm, I'm liking it so far. I think the story is interesting. It, you know, tells this new narrative about Osiris, who's this character you've been hearing about in the lore of Destiny for... Since the original game. Yeah, launched. since the original game. And, uh, you know, it's really cool. Uh, just kind of getting to explore Mercury and see the lighthouse. And you go through these Vex simulations where you do some time travel and... Um, go through like different alternate realities and so i i find that kind of stuff really interesting so um yeah so far i, I think i think it's uh it's a lot of fun and we'll give you some more impressions on yeah for sure think of that next week but yeah i think it's i'm excited to get back into it they, they put a 4k hdr yeah. patch out too so it looks even better well and bungie and is finally you know updates out. they're trying to address their communities that all of our updates going forward are going to be for those players who want to basically play destiny 2 as a hobby and have mm-hmm continuous things that they're coming back yeah. for and make it more rewarding because destiny like one that. was definitely a very kind of hardcore game where you could yes, grind exactly and try to collect all these different things and get the perfect roles and destiny 2 they made it a lot more accessible so they dumbed down a lot of those things and made it not as grinding other things and so there's not quite as much to do and achieve at least in the base game so um they're kind of adding a little bit more to do yeah um, in destiny 2 so we'll see you know most of these expansions you know you play through a couple story missions which is usually four or five hours and then that's where the real you know game is supposed to begin and you see if Once it actually you holds that, your attention yeah. or not yeah. so um yeah so we'll see but uh what are you playing this week cool uh, uh like we said earlier um i've been playing a lot of injustice too i was able to start that this last weekend and i think i'm about halfway through the story nice. um which is i'm really enjoying so far and you're a uh, big dc guy yeah i'm, so a, like, I'm a big dc you fan. have an extra lens of critique yes and, uh, skepticism, uh, i think I it think. i think it uh 
definitely follows kind of the DC, like it's very dark and kind of brooding and stuff like. It's really interesting. It's kind of interesting because Batman is basically set up as the only character who's sane in the universe. Like yeah. <laughs> it sets up basically Batman and Superman are kind of have kind of are facing each other because Superman kind of went crazy Power and started hungry. killing. He killed the Joker and then he he basically said, "We need to start killing all of our villains and stuff like that because if not, we just start fighting them forever." Yeah. And Batman's like, "No, we can't kill anyone. Time. That base then we're the same as the villains." Justice League doesn't kill. Yeah, exactly. Um and so that's kind of the start. I mean, you got uh, Kevin the start Conroy of the game. as Batman. So exactly. that's perfect. <laughs> that's the start of the game and then Brainiac comes in and they kind of have to unite to fight him and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, the story I really enjoy. I really like the story of the first game. Um, this one I don't think is quite as intriguing, but yeah, I would agree with that. It's it's pretty interesting, and it also like the cut scenes are just really really beautiful. Like mm-hmm. they've done really good work on all of the characters and making the backgrounds look interesting and stuff like that. So just watching through um, the whole storyline um, and giving you a reason to want to continually do those fights and stuff like that is really yeah. enjoyable. So think about halfway through. I think I'm assuming it's short. I think I've only played it like maybe two hours or something like that. Yeah. So. Nice. But that's been really fun. I mean, for um, a fighting game, like, it's amazing. <laughs> There's that yeah, kind of story Yeah, yeah. And they... Maybe I haven't... It's because I haven't played a fighting game in a while, but, like, I went to... I was like, oh, sure, I'll do the tutorial. And then the tutorial took me, like, 45 minutes. Cause they, <laughs> really? They, they, yeah, because they explained, like, all these different mechanics to you gotcha. and stuff like that. And so I noticed they added some kind of cool... Um, additions and stuff like that uh, as compared to the first injustice like there's more ways to kind of um, do reversals and stuff like that and break out of when you're being juggled yeah um, yeah, yeah. Like, by fighters and mm-hmm. I, i'm not an advanced fighting game expert by any means <laughs> but um i do en- i like getting into like one or two and so i think this one um is really i'm really enjoying it so far so it is our hey listen games cast fighting game of the year exactly <laughs> exactly so i've been playing that a lot um i've also been playing i played a little bit more ac origins um I really wish Rob was here because I know he just got this game this last weekend. I think he's been playing it a little bit, and I wanted to hear his impressions. But I'm still enjoying it. I'm still pretty early on a level. Good? Yeah, the story is uh, – it's not, like, the best in the world, but so far it's, like, kind of this revenge tale of um, this uh, – the main character's Bayak, and you also interact with his wife a lot and stuff like that. So oh, he's married. Yeah, he's married, so that it's pretty first cool. time, I think, right? Uh, as far as I know. Oh, uh, I think – Menanzi had a lot of girlfriends. I think Connor – Kenway, he was either married or he had like a live-in girlfriend. In uh, no, in, in a Black Flag. Oh, Black, Black Flag. Yeah, I think he was married in that, and then he kind of forgot about his. That's my gap in the So I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, but um, they they kind of they kind of work together to kind of plot this revenge tale and stuff like that. So okay, cool. it's it's not the best storytelling. I just want to explore Egypt. That's why I want to play the game. Yeah, exactly. The but the Egyptian the world things. is just really really well crafted and um kind of the way they set up like the different side missions and stuff like that they kind of bring you out into into egypt and give you a reason to go around and explore and stuff like that so yeah i'm still really enjoying it. it's really beautiful awesome Um, yeah i played that and then i've been playing a lot of animal crossing uh pocket camp i'm i've deleted animal crossing wow wow (laughs) i I definitely kind of like i've got i'm level 22 now and i've kind of gotten the point down um well you kind of get to the point where you're like i know exactly what i'm doing like you're doing the same thing over and over again Mm. basically doing these um, chores. Yeah, these chores to progress in the game and to get new furniture and stuff like that. But the thing is, they they they're doing this Christmas season right now. Oh, a seasonal and, event. Yeah, seasonal event. So get they a, added a new currency called. <laughs> they added a new currency called candy canes, and you use those candy canes basically to get all of the seasonal event stuff to decorate Can your. You camp. buy candy canes with real money. 
Uh, I think so, yeah. I haven't, I haven't used any real money in the game. Um, I mean, knowing like Overwatch or Rocket yeah. League, any game with seasonal events, that's yeah. usually why they put those yes. in, <laughs> um, to get those microtransactions. So I've earned probably about half of the seasonal event stuff so far. Oh, wow. So, um, but it, it's, so you haven't it's, really felt the need to spend money yet. No, I still haven't felt like I need to spend money in the game or anything Good. like that. So I, I felt the same with Mitomo, like back when I played that. Yeah. Like, there's microtransactions there, but at the same time, I'm like... Who's actually spending money? Like, on yeah, this game? I mean, like, I, I definitely really could see it. people doing it because, like, as you progress further, it takes longer for like your furniture to to finish being crafted. And oh, okay. your so the further you get it, like it gets a little more grindy. Yeah, it gets more grindy. But like, honestly, on my phone, I'm like, I'm just gonna jump in, do a couple things, anyways, and then yeah. I can wait. I mean, there's not a lot to do anyways, so you yeah. just mess around for a little bit and pop back out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. So. Yeah, I've been playing Downwell on my phone, actually. I It's one of the, my favorite purchases this year because it was $0.99 cents, uh, last month. And I picked up my phone. I, I had it as a free PS Plus game earlier this year. I think we talked about it on the show once. Yeah, I remember talking about and, it. And, uh, I mean, it took me about an hour or two to get used to, like, the touchscreen controls, you know, because I'm such a console guy, you know, and I yeah, love my, yeah. my D-pads and my, you know, manual input buttons. But once you get used to the kind of touch controls, you know, left or right and uh, – the shoot button on the right um you just hold with two thumbs you know like you're uh playing like a game boy and yeah i I really like it it's a very simple game it kind of has some light rogue elements where every run's a little bit different and the levels are auto-generated and you find different weapons and you get high scores and combos and you unlock new backgrounds and new play styles and it just is a really fun satisfying game and a run can go Anywhere between you know two minutes if I'm not really feeling it, or it could go up to five ten minutes if I'm if I'm on a roll and you know getting good upgrades and stuff. So just just a really fun little game. So definitely definitely uh, check check that one out if you you like kind of those quick roguelike uh, action games on the phone. Sweet. It's, it's a skill based game, and so like yeah, that's why I deleted Animal Crossing. That's why you I'm deleted like, Animal Crossing. I have no motivation. I'm not like even the fishing i'm like this isn't well it was hard. Hilar- like it was hilarious um because the fishing in animal crossing like the fishing in kind of the other main animal crossing mm-hmm. games like you have to kind of get your your lure in front of the fish right the and right stuff spot, like that yeah. and then wait for them but in animal crossing it's literally so easy it tells you like the fish will always like go for your rod even if it's like way out of their sight range and stuff yeah. like that and so yeah, even I mean, the harder got- parts of animal crossing are taken out <laughs> well i got to like there was a place called like the mine or something where you could go. Yeah, the quarry. They were hyping up like, oh, you have to get all this stuff to get to the quarry. And it's like, I finally went there. I'm like, oh, it's probably going to be like, you know, you have one minute to collect as many gems as you can or like some mini game. And it's like, go tap on five rocks. Look, you got five pieces of iron. See ya. I'm like, I did all that. I wanted to came in for that. I'm like, what the heck? And so, yeah, I, I don't know. So if, if you like like skill-based games that are quick and easy yeah, it's, it's not play, for you, get a down sure. well. But, um, yeah, so that's... First of all, I've been playing. We we got a two new uh, Nintendo Switch games we'll be reviewing and maybe uh, talking a little bit more next week. Yep. Uh, Stick it to the man, which is hilarious so far. <laughs> if you like humorous games, like Psychonauts is, is what I keep getting getting my bell rung in this game. Like yeah. the art style is very very similar, but it's like a two D Paper Mario type art style, um, and the writing is just so off the wall, like bonkers. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, and we just got a. The code for the end is nigh, which comes out next week on the Switch, which is your spiritual successor to Super Meat Boy. Um, and it's, I can already attest from playing the first 30 minutes, it is very challenging, just like Meat Boy is. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, it doesn't have that great music that Meat Boy does, and it's the colors. It's kind of darker. very minimalist, like it's kind of almost black yeah. and white. Yeah, well, yeah, and it's like rated M, so like it's definitely a lot darker. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. 
there's multiple F-bombs in the opening. So oh, okay. do not play this if you're under 13. Yeah. Uh, but gameplay-wise, it's pretty pretty much Meat Boy with just a little a couple tweaks. Is it made by the same developer? Same guy, yeah. Okay. Edward McCollin, I think is his name. Okay. So, yeah, he, he made the game pretty much on his own. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk more about those. Um, next week. But, any uh, uh, last minute Game of the Awards predictions before, before you go? Like any crazy the announcements or anything like that? Crazy announcements. Um, well, I already said Death Stranding is going to get a new trailer. It will okay. not be gameplay. No, no, no. Uh, of course not. Uh, the game's still five years away from being made, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I think we'll get a, another Telltale. They, they like to announce things there. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing we'll get that a Wolf, Wolf Among Us Season 2 trailer or teaser. Um, which I know a lot of people have been waiting for. I'm, that might be a Telltale game I actually pick up day one, which doesn't happen very often with Telltale games. Uh, so. yeah. Cool. I, I'm going to go way far out. I'm going to say Rocksteady is there, and they announce a new Batman Beyond game. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my mind would explode. <laughs> I would Usually there's always like one kind of crazy thing that you maybe didn't see, some, yeah. see coming at the Game Awards. So yeah. I'm going to say that that's it. But I'd be okay with that. that, okay that, with that. That's kind of my hope, too. That would be awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to the show. As always, you can find us every Tuesday on your uh, favorite podcasting uh, service. We're on iTunes. We'd love for you guys to uh, leave us a review on there if you enjoy the show and uh, let us know what we're doing well or maybe some things we can improve in the show. Always looking for ways to improve the show and the quality. Um, So, yeah, leave us a comment on Twitter. Um, Let us know if you have any questions about those two Switch games. We'll be reviewing this next week, and we'd love to address those. Uh, as we bring up next week, we will leave you with the opening stage music from Mega Man X. Have a good week, everyone. See ya.